Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low You know the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you, and the dominoes are falling. Where's Fats Domino when you need him? I found my thrills. <laughs> well, the first domino did fall, and that was, of course, Mexico, which decided that it was probably prudent to uh, to make a trade deal, and of course. I believe, as I've said since the beginning, that will be only the first in in the many, as we should continue to see uh, the trade work, or we'll call it the backdoor TPT by TPP by uh, President Trump. Uh, but I think that uh, you know, again, I, I was kind of surprised that the uh, grains didn't have a little bit better action off of the uh, after that announcement. Obviously, the meats. Had a major move and, um, you know, n- no big deal. But the meats did have a, a very, very big um, move higher and, um, you know, not, not not a surprise. Again, I think it's a uh, not a surprise if, uh, you know, if the grains now come back and, and get them as well. Uh, I think that's something that, uh, of course, we will continue to watch and anyway, over. Uh, but I think we're really in just a very, very quiet and slow time in the markets, which just simply indicate that there's not going to be much happening. Somebody asked me this morning, by and said, you know, why is it so slow? I said, well, yeah, typically there's you know there's really no news to drive the markets right now, so I wouldn't expect you know, anything to be that exciting anyways. And if you if you tie in that the equities are, you know, continuing to make new highs, you remember in in trading, in investing and in all that stuff, there is a always a battle for money. Okay. For where that money's gonna go. And I think all we're really seeing now is is the money is flowing into uh, you know to the equities, so you wouldn't expect to get a big move in the grains right now based on what is going on right now in in general and and what's going on in general right now is nothing. Okay? Volume is quiet, very little. Uh, there's no real news to drive. Uh, there's nothing to really fear anybody. So what we do is we continue to you know wait for the opportunity. Now certainly. I think that we're in a great spot to to be buying. I certainly wouldn't be selling here. And I think what you'll look for is you'll 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 see and the opportunities will will arrive. And is one thing as we talk about often here is markets never announce themselves. Okay? 
They don't tell us when they're going to make the next big move. And we just have to be prepared for it. And certainly, I think you've got very little downside exposure uh, if you if you buy grains here. Uh, and I think you have, obviously, tremendous upside potential. I mean, I don't think we're going much lower. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think corn would go much lower than 350, 355 at max. Right? So, again, that doesn't mean that I'm 100% right there, but that's how I'm looking at the market. And I think you've seen the way that it's played out that there's not a lot of room for, for much more downside. So we'll see how that plays. And, and of course, you know, the equities did make new all-time highs, except for the, um, ex- except for the uh, um, uh, Dow, which is now out of what they call correction territory. But it's only, you know, about 2.5% away, and I would not be surprised at all to see uh, the Dow, uh, you know, go ahead and make a high, even possibly as early as this week now. I would think there's going to be some sort of a sell-off in the next few days. Uh, again, we are not calling the top nor a reversal. I just think based on you know market action, they do, believe it or not, they do occasionally go down. Okay, I know it's hard to believe, but markets do occasionally go down. And basically, since we've had, you know, out of the last, I don't know, 10 days, we've had eight up days and two flat flat days not even really down so you know we would expect a little bit of selling pressure i mean you know the s&p has gone up almost 100 points straight and again that doesn't make us bearish that's just that's just a almost a function of mathematics that at some point it will have to level out and i think that's what we'll be, we'll be looking for again we're not playing it that way we're not doing anything about it again we're not looking for the thing to change because I don't think we'll see a change. The first thing we have to see, it has to be similar to uh, January. Okay, if we go back to January. All right, we had that big spike up, you know, very, very similar. Again, very similar to what we're seeing right now. We, we spiked up into, you know, new highs, almost in an identical pattern that we have now. And then it broke. Okay, and, and what you need to see is, is how the subsequent rallies come back. And if they fail, and of course, that did happen, and that's what I'd be looking for here. I'm not. I, I, I'm again. I'm not in a hurry. As much as I would like to be short, okay, I'm not in a hurry because it's it it doesn't benefit us to try to be first. You know, think about it. Okay, we could turn around here, and you could see this this action back and forth, back and forth, and then all of a sudden, bang. And they go up again, and you're short, and you're figuring, well, how do I get out? What do I do? And I think that's some one of the things that you know always has to be under your, uh, you know, under the what you're looking for is how do you put yourself in the best position from a, an economic and a mathematical standpoint, and that's the way we do it. We wait patiently until the time is right, or until we can identify the right time. So, you know, again, I would expect, you know, uh, Canada to come to the trade table and China. That might give us the the final blow off to the upside. That's kind of if I were going to strategize it myself. OK, that's how I would expect it to happen. OK, and that's what I will be looking for for now. Now, again, if all of a sudden volume comes back and volatility comes back, well, then that might change 
my views. But for now, my views are very simple. The markets right now look like they just want to go higher. So there's certainly no reason for us or for me to get in the middle of it. You know, it's like trying trying to change somebody's mind. I mean, you know, if their mind's made up, their mind's made up. Right now, the market's mind is made up that it's going higher. And certainly, uh, we're not going to tell it that it's wrong because we know that the markets are never wrong. And I think that's, you know, that's another issue that actually ends up hurting people over time is they think that they're smarter than the actual market. And of course, nobody is because, again, it's the same as, you know, any other mathematical object that has things that go on. It, it does its thing. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. I want to remind you that I have a webinar on Wednesday, tomorrow. Okay, August 29th at 6 Eastern. Uh, we'll be going over futures and teaching about futures and what we do. And also, if you want, if you didn't get the hedging webinar that I did and you'd like to get a copy of that, you can certainly do that at bubbatrading.com. You can sign up for the new one and get the old. Uh, just send me an email at bubbatrading.com. And of course, don't forget to download the show every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station you need. Uh, we, we provide con content 24 hours a day, so make sure you check that out. And, of course, don't forget about our high school investing program. You know, it is back to school, and we're struggling trying to keep this thing going. It ain't cheap, and certainly if you'd like to help us out, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. It'd be great to, see, to hear from you if you'd like to. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. We're going to step out for a break. We'll be right back after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Welcome back to The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. And I'm going to give you a couple of clips from uh, last night's call. Here we go. Uh, there's not much going on. Uh, but they are going higher, which is basically what we've expected. I mean, again, it's not like we're trying to short this market because, again, one of the things we know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. The market may never go down again. You're, this time is different. We all know that. Okay. Uh, you know, again, the markets are different. You know, it's a whole new a whole new setup. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, it is what it is. And we'll we'll get to it. And we'll, we'll be right on. We're, our levels have been pretty much spot on. So I can't complain about that. And, of course, we have to pay our condolences to uh, John McCain. Obviously, uh, uh, to many, uh, obviously a great American. So uh, our respects and wishes go out to his family. Uh, and, of course, a reminder that the early bird for discount is over this week. So if you're coming, you might as well, you might as well pay less if you're coming. Don't wait to the last minute. Shop early. Shop early and shop often. I just got the rooms. I'm going to send out that email to, tonight or tomorrow. With the, uh, with the code to use to get the rooms. So we're all set there. And uh, Wednesday night, futures webinar at uh, 6 Eastern. Uh, if you want to learn about futures, stop on by. And the, la the last public service announcement. <laughs> uh, oh, two more I got. Sorry. Uh, no call next Monday, Labor Day. My it's my football draft. That's, it. That's, that's the only day we could do the draft because um, – I control three teams, my partner and I and my son, and we're going to Vegas on Wednesday. So we said either you can do it Monday or Tuesday, and they had to pick Monday, and it's a holiday anyway. So that's good. Peaceful call Bitcoin Bottom. It's close. I called it at 5,800, just so you know. 
if you were listening. And last thing, uh, I interviewed this guy on my radio station, radio show, Gold is a Better Way. He's willing to give the book away free if anybody wants it. Just text to 49776, Gold is a Better Way, Adam Barada, uh, and uh, you can get his book if you'd like to get it. Very good book, by the way. All right, so as I always start out with my thoughts, and uh, the, dominoes are, the dominoes are starting to fall in the trade wars. Mexico was first. Uh, Canada won't be far behind. Uh, and I think that uh, China will be far, be, far, be, be, be far behind them. Uh, I think it'll work out. I think that uh, this was done masterfully. And I think it's going to work out just fine, as they say. Uh, I think it will be something good. And uh, new highs, only the Dow is lagging. You know, it's, the Dow is out of what they call correction territory. Uh, but but it is now, you know, close. I wouldn't be surprised if it made a new high this week. I think we're only less than 2% away or maybe just over 2%. It's, it's going to get worse every day this week. Just So be prepared, okay? The markets will be thin. There's there's The volume is going to dry up. You know, this, this is, even though summer is, what, September 21st? Is that the last day of the official summer or the first day of fall, whatever? This is historically one of the slowest weeks because it's the last, it's the last week of summer. A lot of kids going back to school. You know, a lot of vacations. So by Thursday and Friday, it will be a, a ghost town. There'll be nothing going on. Okay, there is a chance that the Dow will make new highs this week. Eurozone to follow, or will they be more stubborn on trading? So they'll, they're all going to come into fold. They have to. Okay. The advantage we have in this whole thing is we can tell them to flip off. That that's the advantage that we have. And I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do. But just to get free trade, and the truth of the matter is free trade and free markets is better for everybody. If we could only figure out how to get rid of the Fed, then we'd really have something going. And, of course, every call starts with our words of wisdom, and that is from Connie, who is not here tonight, which means you will not get the notes from tonight's call till tomorrow morning. Uh, a problem is a chance for you to do your best. And, you know, that's one thing I always like to, you know, harp on. You know, use a little common sense, and you, know, you, you make a mistake, you have a problem, use the common sense and learn from it. That's really what it comes down to, okay? So learn to do your best by, by figuring your way out of a, a potential problem. And, of course, what would, a, what would a Monday night call without me bitching the whole night, but I always get my free one, and I want to know where's the regulatory bodies with Tesla, okay? I mean, we all know or at least I feel that he made that announcement just to get the shorts to squeeze to squeeze the shorts. And what does he care about the shorts? The shorts are only good if his company is going to be good. But where's the regulatory bodies here? Okay, they pick on all these little firms and beat them to death and put them out of business. But yet here is a major violation, in my opinion. Okay, we'll see. I don't know. I don't get it, but that's why the little, that's why the little guys don't have a chance, and basically that's why you know all the, the big banks are, are, are around and none of the little ones are around anymore. All right, Dow only up two sixty today, twenty six oh forty nine, so we're two and a half percent. I guess two per two two and a half percent from all time highs. Again, we have not been selling this. We said last week twenty five six to twenty five eight, and it was too tight of a range to play. Of course, obviously, if you'd have bought the 25 or 6, nice little move. We did not, but that would have been, again, 
if you're going to play the Dow right now, if you're going to play this, you can only be a buyer. You cannot be a seller here. You're, you're again on a day trade and a short term. Sure, you can be. You can do either side. But from a longer term standpoint, there is no reason to think that this market's going to end. Okay, it will end, but we're going to be in on it when it does. Okay, again, we want to see. I will repeat this for I don't know the thirtieth or fortieth time because we haven't have it hasn't happened yet. We want to see the big breakdown. Okay, and we want the subsequent rail rally to fail. That would be an, a, a, a key to looking this up. For now, you know, 25.8 would be a spot to buy it. And obviously, uh, you know, you can look at 26.6 to potentially sell it. I mean, I don't know that we're going to go much past new highs, but it, certainly I would think we're going to go to new highs. Yes, in peace. You're a Papa X-ray. Almost virtually obviously the same pattern. We continue to break out. And, and, and last week we said, okay. 28 to 2860. Well, look what happened when it got 2860. Bang, took straight off, which is why, again, if you remember the phases of the market, we were in consolidation and now we're breaking out again. So as much as I would like to be short, is there a high probability in profiting from the short side of the market right now? The answer is no. There is not a big opportunity to, to benefit from the short side of the market right now because the market wants to go higher. So you and I can can debate the issues of why it can go lower. I can give you a thousand reasons why it should go down, but the bottom line is it's going up. So why get in the way? So here you'd look at 28.60 as support and resistance. You're at all-time new highs. Where's resistance? You could say 2,900 maybe. You know, but would I sell it there? Again, I would only short, okay, into a a, a market you know during the day and as a trade. I am not looking to be long-term short. You know, we put on some straddles last night just to have a position because I expect to see a big move and some volatility. But again, I'm not calling the top of the market here. We called the top in January and we were right. I'm not, and I'm not going to try to call it earlier. It just doesn't make sense. The NASDAQ. So we said forever 8,000. Well, here it is. Finally, it broke through 8,000. Okay. Now we sold once at 7,900. It worked and then it didn't work. Right here, and again, if you're looking for a potential short opportunity, you can look at it at the NASDAQ, but I'm gonna say this again, there's not enough volume, there's not enough volatility for me to wanna to get too aggressive in this market. Certainly if you wanna take a small position in the queues, I have no problem with that. That that That's a reasonable opportunity. But really, the best opportunity right now is to sit on the sidelines and watch it, okay? because we don't have enough activity. And because you don't, you don't get the two-way trade. What we're missing here in the markets is what we call the two-way trade, where they go up and then they go down and they give you some opportunity. Right now, if you look at this on a very short-term chart, look what's happening. It spiked up and it did nothing all day. Where, where is the real opportunity? That's the whole key here, okay? So without real opportunity, it doesn't make a lot of sense for us to try to get in the middle of it. The Russell. And, of course, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and I'm sharing with you some clips from last night. In the meantime, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. We're going to step out of every break, and we'll be back with more highlights from last night right here on the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. We're coming back right after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. 
What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got The Badger, who writes the hot topics and the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to the Bubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, the Bubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwich with you, and we're doing a little highlights from yesterday. So let's go check them out. Here we go. Romeo Uniform Tango made a new high. Not a surprise. Okay. Uh, again, we we broke out of seventeen hundred, which is one of the resistance levels we were looking, and look what happened. Straight to the moon. This is why, again, it's kind of redundant, but this is why we're not interested in looking for overall short positions right now unless we have a real solid corresponding level that says, hey, this is a good opportunity. Right now, again, I don't see any great opportunity. We knew out of this pattern there was going to be a big move. It could have gone either way, but it did, it did break to the upside. So basically on all the indexes, either you have to look for a spot to buy them or be neutral. That's it. There's no reason to, to, to sell here. Crude. Charlie Lima. Interesting week last week as 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 we've been bearish this and it's right here at this upper end right now of resistance, which is where I'd be a seller. Uh, but again, I never could have expected. I expected a little bit of a rally, but not the rally that obviously that we got. But this is what happens when markets are quiet and markets are slow. OK. I think crude is a, is a great opportunity to sell it. But again, in a very slow, quiet market, never sell a slow market right. Exactly right. Now, the actual saying is never sell a dull market. Is 100% correct because you don't, you can't get the edge on the market. Okay. If it's slow, there is no edge. So slow markets will grind. And, and this, is, this has been grinding. I mean, I, I've never seen... I, I obviously have seen it. I shouldn't say never, but look at look at the market today from from the opening to the close. There was virtually no movement. Forty cents in crude oil. This thing usually moves a couple of bucks a day. Hey, forty cents. So again, I'd be a seller right here, sixty nine, sixty nine oh two, whatever. I mean, I'm a seller. I'm not a buyer. Uh, but again, it's this would be a better sale than selling any of the indexes right now. Straight to Hormuz are being blocked by the Iranians and did not affect crude negatively. Correct. Okay, because there's there's so many stories. Again, this is why we don't trade the news. Gold, golf, Charlie. I mean, gold. As we said, 1180 was probably the bottom. All right, and 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 the the best trade in gold right now would be. If it would consolidate, that would that would confirm that there's a bottom in place. But like the other markets, gold has very little volume as well. Okay, these are all things that you watch 
all the time. They're all part of the overall equation. Quiet, slow markets do not lead. Usually they lead to big markets, big moves on air. Okay. And yes, you can benefit if you're on the right side, but if you're on the wrong side, you're screwed. Okay. So gold is still 1180 to 1220, basically. Now I'm not really an anxious seller at 1220, but I would, you know, I would, wouldn't have a problem taking a small short position there if it got there. I mean, we're right there now, but again, I, I, I'm more of from the school right now that I think a big move in gold is going to be to the upside, not to the downside. So I'd rather be long gold than short gold, and I can't buy it here, so I've got to wait. The bonds, Zulu Bravo. Okay, so bonds, we said last week, sell them right there, 145.20, and they're coming down, which is fine. And now for those of you who do trade in this market, okay, if you're going to enter a new trade, we have to switch. We have to roll to December, okay? We're going to roll from our, in our other positions, but now we're going to roll, you're going to go into December bonds, okay? So based on December, we would be a seller at 144.20 to 145.02. Anywhere in there, I would be a seller. Okay, because on I think Wednesday or Thursday, Thursday I think it is, the December bonds go what they call top step. Okay, which is the new the active contract. Now you can be in the September bonds for a little bit longer, but you might as well just roll them out if you're in. And if you're going to enter a new position, then you should enter in into December now. The dollar. All right. Interestingly enough, the dollar got all the way up to where we thought, and it came all the way back down. This is a great area of support here. Again, you've got a lot of funny things going on with these markets. And again, in thin markets, I might stretch a little bit farther. But again, we've been buyers of this since 88, if you remember. Okay. So now we're looking for a spot to buy again. I, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that we're going to get to par this year, which is a dollar. All right. So here is an opportunity to step in and buy. If you missed the first move up, this is just another opportunity to step in. We're buyers at about you know, 95, 94 and a half. Anywhere around here is a great spot to step in. Which would mean you, if you didn't want to trade the dollar because it's you know they're trying to rip us off, you would sell the euro currency. Okay. Now we thought 116 would hold and it popped through there, but I think 117 is fine, 117 and a half. Anywhere in this neighborhood, this is going to fail. And of course, I want you to notice here how we had this pattern and what, what happened. It broke all the way down. Now, again, when you get this pattern, all that means is it's going to explode one way or the other, okay? That's one of the things that we want to make sure that we understand. Hold on one second for me, please. Hold on one second for me, por favor. Second, I'll be right back in action. <laughs> so that is again what we look for is for the opportunities that we get to get our best opportunity. And then of course the pound did pop a little bit. It's been kind of ugly, but it did pop up a little bit. Again, I think the British pound is is a good long if you want. If you're someone who wants to get in and hold and be long, that's great. If not, then you just stay away from it. And of course, the VIX was up today. Now that was 
that was that was rather interesting um, as we as we look at it. Okay, uh, you know you wouldn't expect volatility to be higher on a day where the market was up 300, but it was. So what does that mean? To me, that means that the market itself is probably nearing probably a little bit of selling pressure. Now, selling pressure does not mean that we're going straight down. This means that we probably have seen, you know, near-term highs for a while, but we are higher tonight, so we'll we'll see how that plays out. Okay, the S&P is up to over 2,900 right now. The Dow's up 15 ticks. So, you know, we'll see how it plays. Remember, again, we're not going to get too aggressive here because it doesn't do us any good to be aggressive in a market that's quiet. What if there isn't enough energy going forward? Already, this is one of the reasons you're seeing one of these ridiculous rallies in oil. Okay. Um, if there's not enough oil, there's a 200-year supply in the United States alone of oil for us, for our usage. Okay. But they want to convince us because obviously somebody wants the price of oil to be higher. I would assume it's probably one of the big banks that's trying to sell it. But you would think that after 200 years, we might be able to figure out a better a better energy source. What do you think? That's under Rand Paul audit the Fed. Should be fun to watch. How they, well, you never will, but yeah, that would be great. I mean, again, the Fed is the dark pool. Majority of young Americans live in a household receiving welfare. Now, I hear how good the economy is, and I'm not saying that it's not good. I mean, obviously the restaurants are full, but... I don't think the masses are benefiting. I think that the minorities are benefiting from here. And I'm talking about the minorities of wealth. Okay. I still think there's a lot of issues out there that we continue not to see. And again, this tells me with people living on aid that there's a problem. Big specs increase shorts. Okay. Again, this is the dumb money, smart money deal. The banks now have, I think the banks are almost long metals, which they never, they've never been long. Okay, but the shorts keep selling them because they know that, that gold is never going up again. Okay, that's what that's the reason that that I don't want to be uh, short gold is because I can feel it. Me and Billy Ray Valentine, I can feel it. I can feel a huge rally coming. Whether or not it follows through or not, I can't say. But there's going to be a massive short squeeze in here. Okay, and, and this is all, and this is done by a lot of the advisor firms that have no clue, anyways. And that's something that we always have to keep in mind is, is who are the sellers? Who are the ones that are uh, stepping aside? And again, if, if, we, if we learn to understand how the markets work, okay? This goes back to understanding how markets function, how markets work. Then you are putting yourself in a much better position over time. Again, our job is to first make money, obviously, but also prevent losses uh, and keep the losses to a minimum and to understand how the market works itself. If we learn how the market works, then it gives us a much better opportunity. So knowing that in any position, forget about what I'm talking about, specs and other stuff, we know that there was a massive short position being built up just by the way it was going down. So we know at some point, whether it's going to continue to go down, there's going to be a rally somewhere, and that's something that you always have to focus on. 
as we go forward. In the meantime, let me remind you tomorrow, 6 Eastern, there's going to be a webinar on futures. If you'd like to check it out, go to BubbaTrading.com and you can get a free link to come and visit. Also, uh, while you're there, you can sign up for my daily update, which is like getting tomorrow's newspaper today. Uh, And of course, don't forget to download the Bubba Show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm. Let us step out here for a break and we will be back with more of the Bubba Show and more highlights after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bob which we're coming right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show, Todd Bob Let's get back to some highlights. Here we go. Global liquidity is drying up. Well, what would you, what would you expect? You know, again, it goes back to that that whole package. You know, we don't have um, you know, when, when, when people are trying to, you know, do the arbitrage and do the dollars versus other currencies and all of a sudden the dollar takes off, what do you think everybody's in a panic about? Liquidity is drying up. There's, there's, there's a lot of issues out there, but again, it doesn't mean that it's going to be, have an effect today or tomorrow. It just means that when we do see the issue, it'll go, they'll go back and say, well, you see what happened here 10 years ago. And, of course, that doesn't do us any good. Jerome Powell praises the Fed. Praises them for what? For for printing $5 trillion? For pushing the debt up to X? I mean, are you kidding me? Maybe I'm in the minority. Who who here thinks the Fed did a great job? People need to commit their skill set. Robotics, writing code, our citizens need to be. Yeah, of course. I mean, who thinks the Fed's done a good job? Don't be ashamed. Don't be shy. If you think they've done a good job, it's okay. It doesn't make me right just because I have an opinion. Okay? But, you know, what they have done is the example is in 2000, there was a $6 trillion deficit. The debt service was $500 billion. Now it's a $21 trillion deficit. The, The debt service is $625 billion. Great shot building a bubble. <laughs> it's my man. Senator. Thank you, Senator. <laughs> Fed's Buller warns of recession race risk and raising rates. Now, again, I ask this question, I think, almost every week. Okay. If everything is so great and money is in demand and banks are buying loans like they were giving them away again, okay, and I know this for a fact because I told you about my friend, and you've got all these peer-to-peer lenders going out and you had all this credit card debt, why is it such a bad deal to raise rates? I don't understand. I don't understand that. Okay. To me, it should be a simple supply-demand model. Bed cap rates too low, too long. Yeah, of course. uh, And this will be why, this will be the reason why when we do have the, the mess, whenever it happens to be. U.S. trade talks with China collapse. I don't think they collapse. I think it's. I think the whole question here is uh, how does China get out without looking like they got held up? I think that's really what it comes down to. The Fed will not give up the dark money. You know, again, anybody who thinks on the lines like I think, okay, I urge you to read The Creature from Jekyll Island. I think you'll get a kick out of it. If you've never read it, uh, it's, it's really quite fascinating. And when you look at uh, what's going on, I mean, you know, 
the, the whole central banking system is really just a way of manipulating our money, okay, and and reducing the value of your own capital. So I don't. China's failing economy. Well, I, again, I mean, we talk about this. I mean, nobody cares. You know, their currency's crashing, their markets are crashing, but it doesn't matter because this time is different. Tesla will not go private. Gee, this looks like a mission be a mugshot. Not, not, not a picture. I mean, you know, again, that was, a, in my opinion, that was strictly a shot at the shorts. Okay, this deal was done today, U.S. and Mexico. We, we, we're not surprised. I mean, we've been talking about it. And again, I think the rest of the dominoes will fall. Michael Cohen's attorney backpedals on Trump Russia claims. Now, let me ask you every question. And I know I have both sides of the aisle here. Does anybody think that Trump was involved with Russia in a scheme in this election? And again, don't be ashamed. Don't be shy to say so. I don't care. I'm just curious. I mean, I believe we're far too sophisticated that nobody could get If they could catch Nixon with the tapes way back in, in, in the 70s, okay, and with today's information flow, I don't know that anybody could get away with what they're doing unless somebody helped them. Okay. So, uh, again, I don't under, I don't understand where all this is, is is coming from, because look, we all know that our presidents in history, okay, they aren't all none of them are choir boys. Well, maybe Jimmy Carter was, <laughs> but I mean, again, anyways, it's enough politics. I just I just was curious. Hmm. Yeah, let's look at some stocks. Apple, Alpha, Alpha, Papa Lima. Well, last week we said, okay, sell. No, we said, hey, it's going higher. Let's just watch and be neutral. Watch 217.50. Bang, it went to 220. Again, it's only in consolidation. It's only going higher. So I can't buy it here. And again, if I was hedging, I could buy it here. Okay. But I'm not, I'm not hedging it on this call. So it's a... It's just a simple. <laughs> it's just a simple math problem. Okay, if I buy it, I have to hedge it, and I'm not buying it, so I'm not trading it. I think it's a neutral play unless you want to buy it and hedge it. Now, again, if you're hedging, you can buy anything. It doesn't matter because you're going to be protected. Just ask my man from from Colorado, my accountant. He'll tell you. Okay, you know, if you can buy it at any price if you're if you're going to hedge it. So we'll be neutral. Where does it stop? Where does Apple stop or where does the market stop? I don't know. It might stop at 300. I mean, let's face it, it's a trillion dollar company. It will have a sell off. It will go down again. I will bet anything that it will someday get cut half in value again, but then it'll go up. You know, when? Who knows? Right now, it just wants to go up. And right now, there's just money flowing in. So who can who can say no? I, I I have no idea what number can go to. Right now, it just keeps making new highs every day. I mean, who would have figured when I owned Amazon at 30 and I sold it at 60, who would have figured it would be 2,000? <laughs> ABBB. And, of course, that's one of the things you have to always remember when you're in markets is who knows? There, there's, no, there's nobody to know. You know, it's funny. I was reading something this morning that make this trade by 4 o'clock today. 
and you'll be rich. And I go, okay, great. How do I know that today is the day? You know, I, I love the, the advertising of everything that is all BS and that tells us that, you know, well, it's got to be made at this time because it's going to do this. I, again, could it be right? 100%. It could be right. But again, there's no way to time the actual action of the market. There's no way to know when something is, what's going to drive something. I mean, that just goes to how we opened up the show. We talked about the grain markets. Who would have thunk that the grain markets would not have rallied yesterday based on uh, the trade news? At least wheat. Wheat got clobbered into one of their biggest markets. You know, so I, I find it always very troubling and very aggravating as a guy that tries to teach and wants to help educate people in this business. When you when I read and hear these stupid, ridiculous comments and new emails I get all the time, obviously I get them all because to me it's just part of understanding what everybody else is doing, all the fear-mongering and everything else that's going on out there. So, again, I, I urge you to understand how the market functions, which is what the topic of today was. And in the meantime, this has been The Bubba Show Remember, tomorrow night, 6 Eastern, webinar, futures, be there. Go to BubbaTrading.com and fill out the little form. It's free. And then, of course, while you're there, sign up for Bubba's Daily Update, where I send you a video every day after the market closes and 30-minute recap over the weekends. Check it out. And, of course, download the show every day at LibertyTalk.fm, the only station you need. Also get the sporting edge there. Now that we're getting into football season, in the meantime, everybody, thanks everybody for being here. I always appreciate it. And everybody have a great, wonderful t- the rest of your Tuesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow on Wednesday with more of The Bubba Show. Todd Bob Horowitz, The Bubba Show. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.